Hi, I'm Natalia Turfa, and this is The Uplift, a weekly devotional podcast for normal people who just need an extra boost. Thanks for listening. Hey, Uplifters. Our verse this week is from the book of Job, chapter 38, verses 1 through 3. Then the Lord answered Job out of the whirlwind, Who is this that darkens counsel by words without knowledge? Gird up your loins like a man. I will question you, and you shall declare to me. So it happened again, twice. I heard stories this week of miraculous healing. Someone who was sick, who should have been saying their goodbyes and looking at their end-of-life plan, got better. Someone who was expecting the worst diagnosis and got the best-case scenario instead against all expectations and medical assumptions. And I rejoiced with them when I heard I did. But then the feeling that quickly followed my joy for those healed was anger and confusion for the many that are not. It's just not fair. Because the same day I heard those wonderful, beautiful, miraculous stories of healing, a person came and told me they had been given less than a year to live. And another two people I love started chemo. And another was waiting for tests to tell them if their cancer had returned. I mean, what are we supposed to do with this? Doesn't it feel so unfair? In case you are an internet user, which since you're listening to a podcast, I am assuming most of you are, I highly and 1,000% discourage you from doing any sort of web search about why God doesn't answer prayer or why God doesn't heal everyone because it's all such crazy and horrible crap from people who are trying to find an easy answer to an unanswerable question. You'll see articles about God answering knee mail and you should all pray more barf, which is just ugh, so barf. And you'll find articles saying that God allows someone to have cancer and not be healed because it's a part of God's perfect plan. That's air quotes. Also, barf. Good gosh, who wants to follow a God that gives people cancer? Not me. So, I don't know. I don't know why some people get better and some people don't. I don't know Why it seems like some people pray for healing and it happens and some people pray for healing and they die. I don't know. And I hate it. I hate it. A lot. Can you tell? I think you can tell. (laughs) But I know enough about God, I think, to understand three very important things during these moments of frustration, and anger mixed in with joy. One, I am not God. Two, God does not delight in suffering. And three, God joins us in our suffering during the worst moments this world gives us. 
Now, the hardest one of these to believe and accept is the first one, actually. I am not God. Which is why I chose this verse from the book of Job. In this book of the Bible, Job has had his whole life fall apart and he's had his friends come and offer him really crappy answers for his suffering. And God basically responds with, are you God? No, then sit down. And honestly, I find it very unsatisfying. For Job, I'm sure, but also for any of us who turn to this story of suffering for comfort and find it to be quite the opposite. Though I will say, if you are someone who is sick of all the lame and unhelpful responses to suffering, then God's response here to Job feels pretty real, actually, and a lot more honest. God says, who is this that darkens counsel by words without knowledge? Who tries to answer the unanswerable questions without having all the knowledge? (laughs) It's such a great word from God. Oh my gosh. I just love it. I think God's response here feeling so real is because deep down we know we aren't God and we don't know what God is doing in the world at every any given moment. And that sucks. And it is so hard. The world is not as it should be. We only have to turn on the news or listen to prayer requests to know that people are dying and are sick and injustice is running rampant and cancer continues to affect way too many people. But as followers of God, we are asked to trust that God's actions in the world are real and happening and are for the sake of the whole world. That God is actively working in the world to try to make it stop being so broken and messed up all the time. And God makes the choice to partner with us in making this world less broken. And we don't get it right all the time or most of the time. So we're in this in-between. Sometimes in the church we call this the now and not yet time of faith where God is actively at work in the world to make it whole, but we're not there yet. But there is hope and a promise that God is not done yet, that this isn't the way it's supposed to be, and that it isn't the way it will stay. There is something beautiful in realizing that God is at work, but God is not done yet. So, I don't, still, I don't know why crappy stuff happens. Why some people get the best news at the same time others get the worst news. I don't know why, and I wish I did. But I also know that I'm not God, and I don't have the knowledge to be able to answer this kind of counsel, because I am not God. But I do believe in a God who does not leave us alone in our suffering or in our joy. I believe in a God who loves us, who chooses to be with us and for us. Whether we pray or not, whether we are good people or not, whether we go to church all the time or not, God has chosen to act 
for us because God loves us. So even when you, like me, get mad and don't get what's happening, when we are jealous of the healing and good news some people get, even when we rage at the unfairness of this world, God still loves you. God does not delight in the suffering. I truly believe that what breaks our hearts is breaking God's heart too. But God is not done yet. And so we trust and hope and continue to follow a God who loves us and is working on our behalf, even when things aren't going the way we want. Amen, uplifters. Amen. The Uplift podcast you just heard represents a whole community of uplifters. People who are going through something difficult or have gone through something difficult, who needed something more than trite answers and cheesy cliches. This community now includes you. If you know someone who needs to hear something good today, please invite them into this little group of uplifters by passing it along. If you want more information, if you want to sign up for a weekly email or send me a note, check us out online at upliftlife.org. Lastly, a thank you to Nate Bergengren, who I am now bequeathing the title of podcast producer for his work getting these recordings out into the internet by way of magic? I don't actually know how it works. And also for composing the music you hear at the beginning and end of each podcast. He's the best. Thank you.